Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. This is the first episode of the Just Keep Wrestling podcast. And for those of you guys who know, wrestling is a big part of my life, was a big part of my life, still kind of is with jujitsu. Uh, whenever I, I love watching wrestling videos online, and uh, I had an idea for this podcast. Shout out to my boy, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy Such. I have so many Jeremy friends now. Uh, Powder. We'll just call him Powder, man. And he, uh, his son wrestles and stuff. And every, the couple times I've seen uh, Hoist, Hoist, like Royce, I call him Hoist. I don't think, I think everybody, I don't, everybody does. Whatever. <sighs> calm down, Dave. Calm down. Anyway, uh, and other kids, just like uh, Roman's uh, nephew slash son, pretty much, uh, wrestles and he made varsity his freshman year and i just tell these kids i tell these people just keep wrestling uh, no matter if you're good at it bad at it mediocre at it you do okay uh or you're freaking the best it's your wrestling makes you tougher it makes you stronger mentally physically uh it builds such a team camaraderie together uh you're physically just battling each other in practice and then you go to battle together as a team. It's like, it's it's the best, man. I can't say it enough. Just keep wrestling. And I regret not getting my kids into wrestling more. I tried. Um, I wish Carter would wrestle more. Uh, yeah, I told him. He's, I'm like, even for football, dude, like, uh, just get in there and push guys around. Like, help out the heavyweights. You'll probably get your ass kicked, but it'll make you better. It'll make you tougher. And... Uh, just keep wrestling. So welcome you guys to the just keep wrestling podcast. Just keep wrestling with your problems. Uh, just keep wrestling with any of the issues, your day to day life battles. Uh, you got to keep wrestling you guys. Cause if you stop, you're giving up and you don't want to give up dude. Don't give up on your dreams. You guys, I have, I've given up on my dreams and I'm glad I didn't because some of them are coming true and I can see light at the end of the tunnel. I, I see so much light at the end of the tunnel, you guys. I'm so blessed and so lucky to have amazing people around me. And I'm going to start interviewing them. And I'm going to start talking to them and having them on the Let's Just Wrestle podcast. So my first guest today, you guys know her um, from the Dave Cast podcast. She's had multiple appearances on there. And she is the administrator to everything juvenile in Grand Forks County. Uh, she's reached the pinnacle of her juvenile detention game and this is my lovely wife uh, who never gave up on me, who went through fucking hell uh, because of me. And she came out on the other side carrying me through and she would never give up on me. This woman is the woman why I understand what love is now. I didn't know what love was before. I didn't know what it, I didn't know what it felt like. And when somebody goes through that much health and they still see the good in you and they still see what can come out on the other end. Like as I see, as I see myself getting better, uh, healing more and, and I start to see that I am a good person. I start to see why, why she saved me. And that makes me love her even more. So if you guys, if you guys don't know if, for, if it wasn't for this woman right here, I would be dead and gone. So, um, I want to welcome my wife, Robin Spain. Here it is, you guys. Enjoy the podcast. All right, here we go. I'm bringing Robin on for the first episode of Just Keep Wrestling podcast. I'm going to start a DaveCast podcast network. Okay, you get it? So there'll still be a DaveCast podcast, but it'll be a network of podcasts. 
So what's the wrestling one? You got to talk closer, yo. What's yeah. the wrestling one? Just keep wrestling. Yeah. It's just it's gonna be when I have people on. It's gonna I'm actually gonna start having guests on my podcast. Oh, so the just keep wrestling is only with guests. Yeah. It's not gonna be solo. The Dave cast is a solo cast still. Okay. That'll gotcha. never change. Gotcha. But I need to have. I know I talked about this forever. Am I gonna have guests on? On this? Am I? You're the first one. Oh. In the podcast studio. This is the first podcast in my studio. <laughs> it looks kind of rough right now. I know you need to clean it up for sure. <laughs> um, how blessed are we to just get back from the craziest shit ever? That weekend, this last week. Yeah. What yeah. about it? <laughs> what do you mean? What about it? I didn't hear what you said. I know. I got this. You're you're in the hands of a professional podcaster. Okay. Where do we start? Like I the last podcast I talked about how. I, it happened again that I manifested this shit that I do since I've been left the island. I haven't stopped talking about it, right? Right. I've been like going back. Well, how many times have we said we're going bra- back? Brack. <laughs> brack. <laughs> and we're and we're bringing where well, that's where the bruh came from. We're bringing our family back with us. The next time we go, the family is going with us. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I told Kelsey that today. Yeah. I'm like you are you all the whole family. Is there a dog out there crying? No. They're fine. <laughs> the distraction. Okay, so where do we start? On the podcast, I talked about how lucky we are to go back and all this stuff. And uh, we take off uh, Thursday? We left Friday. Yeah, okay. That's why I need you here. So we take off Friday. And right when we take off, the roads were ridiculous. Well, what was ridiculous is we get to the interstate and they had literally just closed it. I mean, there was the highway patrol blocking it. We were ready to turn right onto the interstate. I know. I turned and I was like, what's happening here? And they, they were just closing the interstate. It took us three hours to get to Fargo or just past Fargo, which should only take us an hour. Where did we come out at? Like Detroit Lakes area, right? Um, past Detroit Lakes. Like, no, like Barnesville. There was, the, there was the road. Barnesville. So like 20 miles from Fargo. So it took us three hours, what should have taken us an hour and a half. Yeah. So we went the back way to Crookston. And the roads were bad. They were like glare ice. But then you'd get behind somebody that was slow. Like I had a pretty good pace going for a minute. And a pretty good pace was like 40. And mm-hmm. then I'd be going like 40. And I, then all of a sudden you get behind somebody that's doing like 20. And it's so white out you can't dare try to pass them. Yeah. It's like just pull over and get out of my fucking way. I was so mad the whole time. Not really that mad. Uh, so we finally get to I-94. I- I-94. And it gets it was pretty good from there on out. I mean, we hit a couple rough patches. So, but we made it. We made it to <laughs> Minneapolis. We weren't gonna. We weren't gonna miss that flight. No way. That was. I, we would have crept all night long. Even we said that at one point. You hear the mics? Wait. Um, we said that even at one point. That like, I'll we'll drive all. Our flight doesn't leave till the morning. Like we can drive all night long if we have to. Yeah. But we get to the hotel, just crash, and then fly out the next day. Was there anything eventful of the flying there? Not really. No, everything was right on time. Everything was good. Uh, we get into Puerto Rico, and from Puerto Rico we get on a little pond hopper plane. What do you think of that, that thing? That thing was awesome. I was like eight seats in it. Yeah. It's a prop plane. It's loud as shit. It was cool, right? Yeah, super cool. I've never been on anything like that. And that's where we met the first couple. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be able to remember all the couples. I'm sorry we won't, Like, but um, we yeah. and Annie, we yep. met them there. Uh, and they spent, they spent the night in Tortola while we went to the island. 
that first night. Right. Okay. Uh, we get in uh, to Beef Island on Tortola, and then we just get on the boat. And my suitcase almost fell off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So, like, uh, the dude that picked us up was Adam. Adam's yeah. always, he picked me up the last time, too, and he's so cool. And he normally puts the boats up front and locks them. He puts uh, the suitcases in the front of the boat. He locks him in this thing. We just set him on the boat, and he thought they'd be fine, I guess, or we all did. Yeah. And your freaking suitcase rolled right towards the water. It was so going to go out if you didn't see that. You're like, is my suitcase okay? Well, and it was dark outside, so I was like, I can't believe I caught it. No. You know? Sorry, I need some of your water. Is that loud? No, it was all right. No, it was loud. Um... So we get in there at night, so we come in at night, mm-hmm. right? Or was it's it like, daylight? It was dark. It was dark when we got in. Yeah. So you don't really get to see the island for what it is tonight when you come in at dark. No. I did too. My first one time I got there was in at night. What's well, a full day of traveling? I mean, you fly, it's like a six-hour flight from Minneapolis to Puerto Rico, and then I think we had a three-and-a-half-hour layover, and then another 45-minute flight to Tortola, and then the boat ride to the island. Yeah. Plus, it's an hour later over there. So, yeah, even though dark. we took off at eight in the morning, it was technically like nine in the morning taking off. Long day of traveling. Yeah. Is what you're saying. For sure. And uh, the first night is epic. We get to have dinner with Jeremy and Brittany. A, a private, private dinner. dinner with them that night. Yeah. <sighs> I don't even know how to put in words. Like, how lucky are we? Like, they're the sweetest people ever. Um, I know I say this over and over again, but Brittany and Jeremy. Uh, are they founded Arrow Recovery, which goes out and combats human sex trafficking, uh, especially for children. And Brittany and Jeremy's story is freaking amazing, isn't it? Yeah, and they respond to natural disasters everywhere and help all over the world. I know. It's freaking amazing. I get to be a part of it. Yeah. How crazy is this stuff, man? I feel like we're just, I don't know. It's too good to be true. Well, dinner with them was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, we hung out with them and then just chilled the first night. Well, waited, Andrea, waited for Annie and, to get Annie and Danny in them. Yep. So Andrea and my sister and my brother-in-law, Danny, um, were the big reason why I got to go in the first place and uh, a big reason why we're connected to all these people now and we get to go a second time. Uh, and I don't, seriously, don't know how to put in words, like how awesome it is, how blessed we are to know the people we know. It's like hard for me to talk about it without sounding like we're bragging, right? It's amazing. Trending up. Trending up. Uh, and I got to tell my story while we were there. So let's just put this in perspective. So we were there. The first time I was there for the Hilo Heroes group was uh, a bunch of veterans that uh, were in different parts of their journey, right? They were in like... Some of them were still at the, they were still addicts and still struggling stage. Some of them are already on their way up and already in area recovery group. And they're, they're already at a different part of their journey. Right. And I love when all, all of us get together and everybody's a different spot in their journey. It's easier for you to help each other. You know what I mean? Like I've been where that dude's at and this is what I did to get through it. He's got to do his own shit, right? He's got to go through his battles by himself, but at least you can give him pointers. Right. You don't know how your story is going to help somebody else if they're further behind than you. Or somebody else's story is going to help you. and so Dude, other people's just... stories have helped me so much. That's why I like to talk so much. I feel like I'm going to say something that somebody might comply with or understand or be like, oh, man, I've never heard it put that way. 
because I've heard people say that shit, and you're like, man, I wish somebody would have said it that way sooner. I would have understood it from a different perspective or whatever. And we got filled with all sorts of knowledge like that this weekend. So these guys, Danny, uh, Aaron West, uh, was, and then um, all these people, but they're part of the GoBundance group, right? Is it just GoBundance group? GoBundance. Yeah, GoBundance. And what they say, there's quite a few members, right? Like, like a thousand, a thousand, a thousand yeah. members of this thing. Um, and I'm going to mess it all up, but it's just like a big, uh, a group of people that. Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs that get together and network and help each other and like work together for a common cause, right? Like right. to become wealthy so that way they can give back and do good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, just explaining that's the, that was the group this time. So it wasn't quite the veterans retreat this time. Um, they rented the Island for their go abundance thing. And, uh, Brittany and Jeremy were only there for like the first half and then they had to leave Yep. and go see Donald Trump. <laughs> Are we allowed to say that? Yeah. Donald Trump went to see them talk in, in Florida. Florida. Crazy. Uh, but so it didn't feel the same without them there, but yet we were still on the Island. We still had so much fun. Um, we went on a crazy ass hike. I'm probably missing so many things. So the first day we listened to Brittany's and Jeremy's story and how they built aerial recovery and how she built it from the ground up. I mean, she was literally living out of her car and her passion was to help, you know, victims. And, um, anyway, she told her whole story and then Danny wanted you to talk about how their heal the heroes program worked oh yeah so then i got up and i got to tell my story a little bit it wasn't like the full-on story but it was enough and you were crying Mm -hmm. i was trying not to cry there was i looked down and there's like wives are crying oh so it was more of a couple's retreat too i don't know if we said that so that was a cool part that's why robert got to go it was a couple's retreat and we did couples exercises and stuff like not group therapy kind of thing not really therapy but maybe kind of Right? Like, yeah, a couple of group stuff. Yeah. With um, Sam and Patty. <laughs> I love Sam and Patty. Yeah. Uh, we, they, I don't know, I got really, there was a lot of sexual questions I asked and it got real sexual towards the end. It was, it was so much fun. I can't even, uh, but the, what else? The zebras, the kissing the zebras was cool. Painting horses as an exercise, an exercise we did. Uh Sailing. We got to go sailing. Get to sail around the island. Yep. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, it was super Went windy. Hop- very windy while we were there. Went island hopping. Island hopping. The hike at Norman. Yeah. And we got splashed so bad on that boat. Oh, on the way <laughs> the out. salt water. We sat. We didn't have to stay seated there. We could have moved. Yeah. But I just sat there and got soaked. I didn't care. That one dude thought it was so funny the whole time. Yeah. Went sea bobbing. Oh, the sea bobs, yeah. I think I talked about those on the podcast before, but yeah, these are little electric, uh, little like they're like little skis. jet skis, electric little jet ski things. But they pull you under the water. If you have goggles on, you can go whiz around under the water faster and pull you down to like the bottom, so you can see stuff cooler. And it's cool. I like those things. Those are awesome. Uh, they had uh, we went out on a canoe, yep. like a clear canoe. We're out doing that. Um, they had. Paddleboards, right? Yeah, paddleboarding. Yep. 
Uh, we did yoga in the mornings, two different yoga sessions, right? Oh, or did we do more than the two? second day was the sound bath, and then it started raining, and you could hear the ocean, and it was the best of everything. And then there was a rainbow afterwards. And there was horses neighing. Oh, yeah. There's a baby horse. A two-month-old horse, yeah. Oh, my God. And it... Would you wake up that day every morning? That's what I do every morning. I come downstairs, and I have a sound bath with the dogs. More like licking my face bath. That was bad. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're missing so much. You know, I like I told my story. It was good. I like telling my story. I really do. I feel like people um, understand, not right, resonate, but they can kind of, I don't know. It was like weird. Like if I told that in front of my veteran guys or whatever, like it's kind of, it feels different. But saying in front of people that, I mean, they might just now be realizing. I think it might be the first time they've ever heard a crazy story like that. Right. Like well, in person, like somebody well, standing in front of them saying that they were on their way home to kill themselves. Right. Besides Jeremy and Danny, nobody else that was there was a veteran, right? Yeah. I don't and, no. Gabe was in the army. Oh, he was. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I mean, like, I f- first started getting super emotional when Jeremy was talking and he was just talking about how, you know, you when you hit rock bottom or when you hit a really bad place in your life, you start pushing away the good people or the people that you care about because you don't want to take them down with you and you don't want, and I was like, ah, oh, I know what this is leading up to. And I already started crying. And so it was like, it was just sitting there in my throat. And then you went up. Dude, I like when he's like, I get freaking excited. And then Dave gets freaking excited. And then I get more excited, dude. I love it. Cause like, I don't know. Me and him have a lot of good side talks about uh, my insecurity of talking too much. But that's perfect because I'm the introvert and you're the extrovert. So I just kind of sit back and listen to everybody else talk and I'll pipe in every once in a while. But you kind of kept the conversation flowing. Yeah. It was. The balance. We had, I don't know. It was so much fun. And being around those people, we were nervous because we're not a part of GoBundance. And we're like, we're taking up these two spots on the trip that, you know, I mean, I don't know. We didn't know how people were going to receive us. And I don't know why we thought it would be, wouldn't be, we wouldn't be received with love. Those people just, they love the shit out of us. Is that it would have been the same if we weren't there? Aw. Yeah, they were all awesome. Every one of them. Everybody was so freaking cool. And you connect with everybody. You find a way to connect with everyone. You know? We're going to their next one, too. And I How got we get to go abundance. We're in go abundance now. I got baptized on the oh. island. You want to tell them about it? Go for it. You, you, you watched the whole thing. I mean, you okay, video so it, I guess. My Andrea's been meaning to baptize you for a long time. Yeah. Robin's never been baptized, okay? She's going to hell. Not anymore. <laughs> she was going to go to hell, and she has been bugging Andrea about doing it. The last time you guys got together, you're like, we never did it. Like, you were doing a hotel yeah. pool or something. I don't know. Yeah, in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> uh you guys were the last supper there, the last night. The last night. The guy with a saxophone. That's, that dude could play, man. Then the guy rat, oh, singing and rapping and whatever. TJ was so much fun. Everybody's dancing. You were dancing. Mm-hmm. So you go, why would you not, you know, you didn't you, you, I think you came up with the idea prior to the supper, right? You had mentioned it. You had mentioned you wanted to do it on the trip. Yeah, I told. I but told here we are last night. So you're like, we got to do it now. Yeah. So you guys went down and Andrea did a little research on how to baptize somebody you got down there, and she ran through the ceremony, and you were baptized. In the ocean. In the ocean, at a, on Buck Island. Uh, everybody was so excited for you, oh, right? Oh, I know. Did and that surprise you? 
Yeah, All those it was, people were just like, oh my God, they're so excited like she's being baptized. Yeah, it like, was kind of weird. Like at first I felt like it was just going to be a couple of us and then there's other people coming over and taking pictures and taking videos. And then we walked back over to the dinner table and everybody's giving me hugs. And They love was, God. They, yeah. they all are very, very faithful people. And I don't know about all of them, but most of them are. The one lady gave me her Bible the next morning. It was so sweet. Oh. Yeah. These, these people are all amazing. You with people like that. Yeah. More often. But I mean, and it's not just the people that were amazing. You've talked about the island before, but the island, every single last detail about that place is like perfection. All the food, everything. All the staff, they're yeah. awesome. <laughs> you know? It is just, the it is the perfect place. That's what I'm saying is like, that's why I went there to be healed and you cannot, you cannot not be healed on that island. There's, because you, everything is so perfect. You can do, you can't do anything but go inside and heal yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you have to, you have to like, I don't know. It's like you can just dig in and feel, you feel free enough. You feel like you're in a space that you can be vulnerable. I think, yes, you feel like you can be vulnerable, but also just your whole mind is at peace while you're there. I mean, it's impossible not to be. Everything around you is just tranquil and, but like even Brittany said, you'll have to donate a thousand dollars if you apologize for crying. Like they want you to be able to be open and vulnerable and emotions are. I couldn't stop crying after we left the place. Oh man. I've been emotional since we left there. Yeah. It is so healing. What else? So towards the end, I mean. It was good all the way till the end. Like the staff was amazing all the way till the end. Um, got us all down to the boat. Got our all luggage all loaded up for they us. They all waved goodbye like they were our family. It was the cutest thing. Oh, I know. Uh, we flew out with Andrea, Danny, everybody pretty much on that little silver airline on the way back. We didn't fly on a little puddle jumper on the way home. Uh, and then we all went our separate ways in Puerto Rico. Say goodbye to Annie and Danny and some of the couples and stuff. Mm-hmm. We were on our way. Couldn't wait to get home or not. Kinda. I mean... Well, we weren't traveling home the first... As soon as we got home that night either, I guess. Fine. Right. We didn't even end up getting into Minneapolis till almost 11. So we weren't going to drive home. Stayed at the hotel. It was, was so, so cold. Cranky. It was so cold. It was just like, ugh. But uh, we knew we had to get home to the dogs and... Yeah, but the next morning I got to go see Richie and Tiana and see the, my nephew, yeah. Edward. Such a cute baby. Everything's good with Richie. Um, Tiana, they got furniture in their house finally. They seem like they're doing really well. Yeah. Richie trying to feed me fucking sugar. What's up, Richie? Shout out. He listens to this shit. I don't know why. And you ate that sugar. I didn't eat all of it. Uh, I didn't eat a lot of the Reese's. What, who breaks out a fucking Reese's cup, dude? Or like a, an Easter egg. A giant ass Reese's Easter egg. Just, at 10 in the morning. <laughs> I love my brother. Oh my God. Ugh. And he's skinny now. How's he do it? That gene, he he's feeds, got that he gene. He feeds everybody else the sugar. He he's don't got that it. gene, though. Yeah. And he was eating it, too. But, um, and then we had the five-hour ride back, four hours, five hours. It didn't seem that bad, though. We got all emotional in the car. Yep. You want to talk about that? Nope. Why? <laughs> it was just, it, we were just, I was just being super emotional, right? Yeah. I was, like, letting out some steam, and I kind of scream sometimes, and kind of scary. <laughs> We worked through it, though. It was good. It was yeah. fine. It was fun. Letting all that out. <laughs> anyway, um, 
I am so glad you got to experience it. I'm Me glad too. we got to experience it together. We were yeah. like inseparable the whole time we were there. Weren't we? When yeah. were we not apart? You I go mean, back to the room every once in a while, but we yeah. were together most of the time. Yeah. And no fighting. Why would we fight? <laughs> we fought in the car after that. We like, we're back to normal. Oh, I love you, babe. I love you, too. All right. I wanted you on because I wanted you to be the first guest on my podcast. I don't know. Do you think that just keep wrestling thing is good? I like the idea because it's like. What about wrestling with Dave? Ew. That's so stupid. Oh, that sounds uh, horrible. So stupid. <laughs> I, you don't understand it. The just keep wrestling is like. Just keep fighting your way through life. Like, I get it. Like, yeah, but I also mean it as in like, I try to tell people who raise raising kids, like if their son or their kids aren't into sports. Just get into wrestling. You don't, even if you're the worst guy on the team, you still wrestle and you'll still be tougher. You'll still be better because of it. Wrestling makes you so much of a better fucking person. I'm telling you. It makes you tough. Frankie's snoring. That's the idea behind it. So I don't know. I want to run with it. I like it. I've been thinking of another idea. Like, I don't know. Like, I got to brand something here. Like the Dave Cast Podcast Network. Just brand it and call it that. Right? The LLC, that bullshit? Yeah. And they just keep and wrestling. And so then how many podcasts do you have underneath? You have the mm-hmm. MMA podcast and then the I got to get back to MMA shit, don't I? I freaking, why didn't I talk about John Jones, any of that shit, the last podcast? Like, I don't know. I don't even think about it that much anymore. I love talking about MMA. I got to keep talking about MMA. Uh, I feel like, do we miss anything? There wasn't a bad couple there. Like, I want to sit here and talk about everybody individually or anything, but... We had so much fun. With no, all they were people. they were all we so welcoming, that, didn't we? And you're a hero. They all loved you. They <laughs> loved your story, and like I don't know. I mean, I kind of felt out of place there because you're a hero, you know. And they're all there for this. I purpose. wouldn't. I wouldn't be there if it wasn't for you. I, I know. And so when you told your story, I was like, oh my god. Then you're a hero's hero. <laughs> yeah, for real. They were. They're all awesome. I wouldn't be where I was if it wasn't for you, babe. For real. And it's just crazy now to think that things are going to get good. And I want to, I'm going to be a force for good in this world. And I, I want to like motivate other people to do the same, to not be, to not settle for some mediocre life, you know, yeah. not even as mediocre, but just always be striving for more. So can just anybody go and do the training with aerial recovery, like any kind of person from any facet of life? If they pay to get to Tennessee to do the training, or do they have to go to the island first? I'm not sure how that works. Because, I mean, I'm sure you could find people that you could recruit that would totally be down for that. Yeah. Is that something Some Mike would want to do? People don't always have the money to put up for it, but... Right, but, I mean, it gives you a sense of purpose. And I gotta, I'm gotta. i nominating Mike to go. Oh, So I got to right. get on that thing and nominate him, so... Yeah. <laughs> He's so snoring. I wonder if people can hear it. I wonder if it's going to sound good. I hope so. Yeah. All right, babe. I love you. We had so much fun. I, we, that's why I wanted to have you on to talk about it. My first podcast. Yeah. Yes. I felt like, I mean, we could have talked about more, but you talked about the island already. And so I guess it was just I mean, more. What is about... there more? We got to ride a Clydesdale. Got to kiss a oh, zebra. Yeah. Everybody, if you follow social media, you got to see it all. Just, I don't, I'm dadded like, I just wanted somebody else to like you. I wanted you to come on and be like your kind of your experience with it and the way you say everything is perfect there is like how else can you explain it oh you can't it's paradise it is truly paradise hermit crabs i'm obsessed with them wasn't i yeah (laughs) 
Lizards, hermit crabs. We saw that three-legged spider thing. Remember that? That was nasty. <laughs> I don't know if it lost its legs or if that's some weird creature we've never seen. It was a freebie. It was yeah. like a three-legged spider. It must have lost its <gasps> legs. I remember Gabe said he saw a tarantula in his room the first night. Or the one night. Yeah. That's nasty. How was our room? Our Tell room. how the rooms are. Uh, I don't know. How do you describe it? It's like, it's super tranquil. And there's the lamps, little... The lamps are all hanging. The, yeah, I mean, and there's... I mean, the lighting, it's just not overbearing. I, I don't know. How do you describe it? There's little nooks and crannies everywhere. Little the, loft up yeah, on the top. little swing chair. Little swing chairs. There's swing chairs are everywhere. Oh, you open, the, you open the patio door and all you see is the ocean and the sun. And it's like freaking surreal. Yeah. I want to bring people there. I want other people to experience it. So, we're bringing our, our family and our kids get to experience that. Yeah. How crazy is it? I'm going to go there again and again. Oh, my God. It's so exciting, you guys. Um, all right. Thank you, Robin, for being on my podcast. This is How many times have you been on here now? Maybe three. Your three times? Mm-hmm. What are you wrestling with in life? I don't know. Why are you looking at me like that? What do you think I'm wrestling with? I wanted to be... No, this is your question. Oh. You're on the Just Wrestling, Just Keep Wrestling podcast. I'm going to ask people. What are you wrestling I, with? I think just with work, I mean, in a way, I just never feel... Okay, so during that exercise, they during the horse exercise on the island, they talked about... We had to say three negative things that we say about ourselves or write it down, and somebody else read it to the horse. And... It was pretty emotional for some people. And a lot of the people similarly said, I'm a fraud. And sometimes at work, like, I I know that I earned my position, but there's times where I feel like I'm not to the same level as everybody else. You know, that's something that I struggle with, I think. And, and maybe not it's to the same level as who? Just... The other administrators? Yeah, the other administrators, I just don't feel... And and they've been in it longer, I guess. But they were new at one point too, right? Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. Do you are you are you pretty young to be in a, to be in your position? Do you think? How old was Bridgie when she same age? Position? She was the exact same age when she became administrator. All right, that's crazy, crazy right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I don't think so. I think I'm probably about average, but. There again, I'm a little bit more of an introvert where some of them are more outspoken. And so when you when you're an introvert, it appears you're lacking confidence, even though you're not. But you just. I don't know. How do you explain Can you be that? Be an introvert and be successful at certain positions, though. Of course. But I mean, you need to you speak out when you need to. Right. Obvi. Right. So. I don't know. I wouldn't call you an introvert then. I mean, on the job, it's different, right? Yeah. Introvert, extrovert, I think is more sociable. Yeah. When you're being sociable. Like you said, your dad, like the first couple of times I met him, I think he said a couple words, right? Here oh, and there. Oh, he's very quiet. I know, but he said, he's, he's said a lot more to me now that I've got to know him more. Yeah. But you said that when he, he goes and teaches, so he stands in front of people and he has to open up and speak about law or whatever, you know, not... But... And he's in it, you know what I mean? I think right. I think introvert, extrovert is more social, but... Yeah, that's but true. But you, do you still don't like to speak up about certain things if you don't have to? Not speak up, but like... 
I, I am the person that is going to sit back and almost like people watch a little bit, but listen to everybody else. And I might chime in here and there, but you're more, you want to be the center of the conversation. You're, and you're funny and you're making jokes and, and your sister's the same. I you mean, said I did better this week though. Yeah. Than I normally do. Yeah. Why? Because I wasn't smoking. Yeah. Because I don't get to smoke weed when I'm on the island. And you said, so we really like you, you've motivated me, made it, yeah, you've motivated me a lot about like, you're like, I can see your eyes. Like, you're like, you, you think I'm funnier and you actually think I converse better because I actually stop and listen when I'm high. When I'm really high, I like to talk, 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 talk. Yeah. That made me feel, that made me, I like the compliment and it makes me motivated to like, to back on my weed use, especially since our, we started our salaries. We don't mm -hmm. have to get into that, but me and Robin talked to some really awesome, the, all these people are financially becoming, they're already financially successful. They're already wealthy or they're becoming wealthy and they're on their way. And they gave us some awesome pointers and some awesome advice. And they weren't just born into wealth. I mean, they worked for it and they struggled just like everybody else. And so they have tips from where they came from. You Danny know? was in the Air Force with me. You know what I mean? Like he didn't, his, his family had like, I think his mom and dad, well, they, his dad started from nothing, right? Came over the, from the border with like 50 bucks in his pocket or whatever. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Maybe I like, did. Like, legally, though. I think his dad came in legally or whatever, or got his citizenship or whatever he did. But, like, yeah, like, he was his dad has a crazy story. And then I know his mom was in real estate, and she got him hooked up with that. But anybody can be hooked up into real estate, you know what I mean? But Danny has that work ethic and that. He took off with it. Like, he saw, he saw, an he took advantage of whatever, you know, he got out of the military, got his realtor's license, and. I'm fucking just rambling now. I messed up what I was trying to say about it. You get what I'm saying? Like, Danny didn't just get shit handed down to him either. But it's right. just like he, You got to work for it. That's, that dude works his ass off. But he has tips on how, you know, you start small. I mean, yeah. obviously nobody can just invest in something right away. They have to build it up. And I've been talking about this shit forever on the podcast now about how everybody, even me, I was guilty of it. You want your five-year goal, you want it tomorrow you want it this month you want it by the end of the people year people are impatient they want to see results right away i've been like that everybody's it's like, like that. with weight loss like people get frustrated because they don't see a, ch a change immediately and it's not going to happen immediate consistency is key for everything yeah you know so anyways this all stemmed from we're creating a super budget for ourselves and calling it a salary where we put away so much each month and we do not touch it. It's like we don't even make that money. Yeah, we don't get that money. So, I mean, normal people call it savings, right? You're going to put money into savings. But then you can dip into savings if you run low at the end of the month, which we normally did, right? Now, when we run out of our money at the end of the month, like if you you just got to wait till your next paycheck, which would be on the first of the month. Yep. It's going to be interesting. We went through our spending and we do we spend a lot on dumb shit. And we're going to, now we now that we can only spend so much, we're really going to watch it, aren't we? Well, yeah, and it's just. I'm going to save my 400. I'm going to invest it and get more. I'm going to go gamble with I it. Think, I think now that we're restricting ourselves, we're going to notice how stupid we have been. I mean, we can look back and see how dumb we've been with our spending, but we're really going to notice it now because it's going to be like, okay, I'm only giving myself this much allowance. Well, I'm not going to freaking buy this. I should mix, seriously you know? do 400 on. I know. 
I know. 400 on uh, black, for real. Bam. Do we have, where do I, how far would I go to get to roulette? On the border? Casino on the border? Or the one in, where's the border? Hillsborough? No. What? Hillsborough? Hillsborough is not the border. Border of what? North Dakota, South Dakota. The casino. It's not Hillsborough. <laughs> Hillsborough's between here and Fargo. What am I thinking? Hankinson. Is that right? Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, this is stupid. I was just making a joke about doubling my money, and now it got too far. Mm-hmm. All right. We try to end the podcast twice. I try to wind, and we always, I always do this. But it's good. We had a good talk. Yeah. You're always scared to be on my podcast. Because you're like, I don't know how I'll sound. You sound better than me, I think. For real. I do have a very soothing voice. Don't. <laughs> Fucking ruined it. All right. I love you. Thanks for being on my podcast. All right. Bye. Thank you. All right, guys. There it is. I hope you enjoyed the Just Keep Wrestling podcast. Robin did amazing. I think she sounds better than me, honestly. Uh, it gets me out of my comfort zone, believe it or not, too, to do a conversationalist podcast. Uh, I feel like Robin says nice things and I say dumb things and messes shit up, but uh, it is what it is. There was only one way to get better at doing it, and that is to just keep wrestling with it, you guys. Thank you for listening to the Just Keep Wrestling podcast. If you or anybody you know um, would want to be on my podcast or somebody I should have as a guest on my podcast that's in uh, the North Dakota, relatively the Midwest area, I'm willing to travel to meet some cool people. I need to get down to Fargo and get down to the Academy of Combat Arts and get in there and uh, do some podcasts with people there. I got amazing people at the gym here. Uh, I need to sit down and do more podcasts with people, and that's what this is doing. We're going to just keep wrestling with our problems. We're just going to keep wrestling with life because that's all you can do, you guys. Just keep wrestling. Just keep moving. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Hit me up, davespodcast1 at gmail.com, davespodcast and the number one at gmail.com. Funny Welder on the gram and uh, Dave's Podcast on Facebook. I love you guys for listening, and um, thanks. Like, share, comment, do all that good stuff. And uh, until next time, I'm out.